What's up? We're back Monday. It is another episode of the Chad Brather Show. We're in the Mothership Studio 22. We were iced out last week. We were iced out. So uh, we got done taping last Monday. I was all excited, man. I was full of momentum, ready for the week. And they were like, nope, apparently you can't even uh, can't drive outside. And that pretty much was the truth in Dallas-Fort Worth. A lot of people, uh, when we made the announcement that uh, the show wasn't going to be happening all week long, a lot of people sent us messages saying, what's wrong with you people in, in Dallas and Fort Worth that you can't? You know, we got snow up here, and you can't drive. Listen, guys, I went to Indiana and did a show in Fort Wayne. When we took off and landed, uh, first of all, I was not able to fly on the day schedule because DFW's airport was frozen shut, so they canceled everything out of there. So trust me, if if a major if major airlines out of an international airport like DFW, if the planes can't land or take off there, I don't want people driving either. So uh, we landed in Fort Wayne, Indiana. It was um, 18 degrees, boys. 18 degrees with a wind chill of three, which means it was freaking three. Um, I don't care what you say the temperature is. I go with the wind chill. If that's what it feels like, then that's what it is. There was snow everywhere. and uh, But you know what? The streets were clear. We were able to drive all over it, so it was not a problem. We're not prepared for this kind of nonsense here in Dallas-Fort Worth. So anyway, we're back. We're back. And uh, the Puppet Master Mark and Let's Love Brandon at the helm driving us into the nether regions of all things insanity. And trust me when I tell you, there's a lot of things that are just absolutely insane. We're going to get into that in a moment. Uh, but let me remind you guys, this week I'm going to be in Waco at the Hippodrome. Waco, Texas, Friday night. That is, of course, the 10th of February we're going to be there. And then the following night, uh, me and the Ragamuffins, we're going to be at the Mule Barn just to Texas, just north of Fort Worth. You ain't party till you've been at the Mule Barn. Uh, that is a good time up there, and it's going to be us and 500 of our closest friends. Go to chadbraitherlive.com and get your tickets, please. Let's sell those suckers out. I love it. And uh, then the following week, i tell you what's happening with the Buck Wild Comedy Tour. Me, Zach, Dustin, and Jesse are going to be Tomball, Texas, uh, District 249. Uh, I think that is within about a dozen, maybe 20 tickets of being sold out. I've told them to open it up. To stand in room only in there, and let's put as many souls in there as we can. And uh, speaking of souls, listen, we're praying for the folks in Syria and Turkey. That was a magnitude 7.8 earthquake that hit this morning. Our partners at Mercury One are actually heading to the region now to see ways that they can assist and help. Uh, so we will update you on ways that you could participate in that as well. At this time of taping, there are at least reported 2,400 dead, and I'm sure that's going to be skyrocketing upward as the reports come in. So horrible, horrible. It's the worst earthquake that's happened in that region in over 100 years. So our prayers are with uh, the folks of Syria and Turkey and, and all over that region. It's a horrible thing. It reminds you just how tragic life can be and how quickly life can be taken. So uh, we will keep you updated on, on what's happening there. Now, here's what I want to get into today. Uh, it's going to get crazy. Uh, the other day, I was reading a write-up, a little bio that somebody did about me. In fact, Sarah Gonzalez, are you guys familiar with like that chat GPT thing, the AI? It's wild, Brandon. I'm telling you. Yeah, dude. I mean, because this thing's writing articles for people. Uh, you can, So Sarah Gonzalez did... She typed in the other day, who is Chad Prather? And they wrote a bio about me. And it was ridiculously accurate. In fact, it's better than the one that's on my website. <laughs> and I might change it over. <laughs> but I was reading this thing, and yes, there was a bio about me, yours truly. 
And they used an interesting phrase that I see popping up more and more often these days to describe people like me. This is what chat GPT said or whatever it's called. Uh, it said Prather is known for his quick wit, patriotic spirit and straight talking approach to politics and culture. I like that. I like that. That's, That's a good. Solid. That's good descriptive right there. It says despite here's the key. Despite his controversial views, he has a large and devoted following who appreciate his humor and his unapologetic approach to political discourse. Now, wait a second. Just a second ago, you said I had quick wit. That's good. A patriotic spirit. That's good. And straight talking approach to politics and culture. But then, despite <laughs> despite his controversial views, he's got a bunch of people who follow him and appreciate him. And I'm like, what the hell's going on here? controversial views that's right i have controversial views and uh i have become what's known as a controversial polarizing person so i want to unpack a few of my greatest hits when it comes to controversy now here's just a few reasons that people don't like me or maybe even hate me first of all here we go I believe that when a man and a woman engage in sexual intercourse and create together the DNA which forms a human life, that that life should indeed be allowed to be born and not exterminated in the name of convenience or birth control. I value the lives of unborn babies. I know that is very controversial. Horrible human me. I believe that children belong to their parents and that parents have the right to raise and train their children as the final authority until said parents engage in abusive behavior toward the children, at which point they forfeit that right to a large degree, if not completely. I'd lump things like exposing children to sexualized stimuli to be a form of the aforementioned abuse. So controversial, color me. I believe that God made Adam and Eve and called them good and everything after their fall from grace and glory has been an attempt to pervert the creator's original design for man and woman. I believe that God made men and women equal but significantly different. And then when those that when those designed roles are manipulated, well, stress, anxiety, pain, confusion, and even death can be the result. I believe that God is actively engaged in the affairs of human history and that one day we will give an account to him for every action and every word. I believe that in the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord. I know it's, it's getting deep in here. It's getting controversial now, guys. <laughs> I believe that strong men will rule the world. Uh, I also believe that those strong men, if they're left unaccountable, they will pursue absolute power and become tyrants. I believe it's up to the masses of free citizens that still exist to some extent in this world to hold those men accountable, knowing that they, too, will one day give an account to God, their maker. Uh, this necessitates that men not only pursue freedom at all costs, but also to limit those that would seek to lord over others. Therefore... I believe in limiting the reach, scope, power of governments of man. Man's lust for power left unfettered leads to destruction. If saying that makes me controversial, well then, hey, I'll wear it as a badge of honor, folks. Now, I believe taxation is theft. I believe that the fact that we continue to pay those taxes and fund a government that seeks to subdue us at every turn and steal our freedoms without remorse is the ultimate form of cuckoldry and self-deprecation. We have settled and we've become a civilization that's willing to give away our land and abuse our women. And, and we do all that stuff because to fight the alternative, to fight for the alternative is to be considered mean. Yeah. 
I'm an advocate for free markets, deregulation, privatization, reduce government spending and debt. I believe in traditional social values such as the family as the ultimate form of government and that faith has been invaded by secularism and moral relativism. I don't believe that man is the ultimate authority in all things. I believe that humanism is bowing the knee and worshiping at the altar of the unholy trinity of me, myself, and I. I believe that Western civilization is in an extreme state of decline. Men are not inherently good. I don't care what your grandmama told you. I believe that the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. I guess words like that got the Apostle Paul beheaded, so if they label me controversial for it, I reckon I'm getting off easy. I believe in the rule of law. I believe in moral order. The 20th century world experienced the hideous consequences of the collapse of belief in a moral order. To destroy order is to demolish the ability for men to live together peaceably. See, men are going to always seek tyranny, and they will always create new forms of inequality. So like when we talk about the idea of systemic racism, for instance, it exists. Racism and things like that, when men hate other men, that ideology exists more prolifically in a society that seeks to destroy order. So this idea of let's just be free to do whatever we want to do, no, that ultimately destroys us. And see, this idea that we want to seek for utopia, which is the progressive dream, it's always going to end in disaster. Since man is imperfect, no, no perfect social order can ever be created, much less maintained. Men, we wouldn't be happy in a perfect world. We wouldn't because our human restlessness would again lead us to rebellion and we'd simply break out into violent discontent again. We'd find a way to F it up. Now, in short, a perfect world would simply be too boring for us. So why am I considered controversial for things that I consider common sense? Well, maybe it's because I'm a man. Maybe it's because my skin is white. Maybe it's because I'm bold, loud, dogmatic in my convictions and speak freely about what I believe. Well, perhaps, but I can assure you that none of that's going to change anytime as long as there's breath in my body. So I've learned to just accept that I will be labeled controversial by those that have no sense of their own identity and self. I'm going to be me and you could be you. And that's the way I like it. Now, the leftist progressive elites would have you believe that what I just said is far too religious and therefore is far too controversial. How dare I say that there is an authority higher than man? How dare I say that there are rules and moral law and order and things like that that we should adhere to and, and look for? Um, we should just keep our religion to ourselves, right? We just keep our values to ourselves. Um, we shouldn't, we shouldn't worry about all that stuff. In fact, the elites that are out there, the, the billionaires and the, and the rich cabal, they're, they're out there. They have our best interests in heart. They just want to entertain us. They just want to make sure that we're taken care of, cradle-to-grave care. But here's the problem with that. When you turn things over to the elites, well, you get weird shit like this. Play that clip from the Grammys. There you go. Yeah, Sam Smith, um, he, he's emulating devil worship. 
by himself being the devil and of the, there's fire and there's you know dancing bodies all around him in in, in hellish red light um I, and, and then it's brought to you by pfizer i mean do you think the pfizer thing was an accident i just imagine some one of the producers nope. in there going you know what guys after this Sam Smith performance, drop the Pfizer ad. No, I don't think it was an accident. I think they knew exactly. It was, it was brought. It was brought to you by Pfizer and American Airlines. It was done so well, I almost appreciated it. To the <laughs> wink, wink. It was just you gotta love them going for it. Well, you know, Brandon, there are gonna be people who are gonna say, "Oh, you guys are offended by musical art and all." Yeah, no, I'm not offended at all. First of all, I didn't watch it. I, I always wait to see the the asinine clips that that just inundate social media after it's all done. But I know, you know, we're the wild conspiracy theorists, you know, and and we we're the ones out there who are saying, well, you know, the elitists out there, the progressive crazies, the cabal, they're they're into some satanic shit, man. They're into pedophilia, you know, hypersexualization. <laughs> they drink adrenochrome. I mean, yeah. you know, what else can we come? Oh, the fact that there's nobody from uh, Epstein's client list that's ever been revealed. But again, we're the controversial ones, so don't take what we say seriously. But then, but then again, there's Sam Smith just telling us everything that we've been saying. Well, and then like I'm parading feel- it in front of us, brought to you by Pfizer. Yeah, well, they're almost like they're also doing like a disservice to the devil. The devil used to at least be cool. Now he's just fat and gay. Yeah, now he's just a gay fat dude. Yeah, like the devil at least used to have some pizzazz. He's gonna steal your soul. Now it's just like he's gonna get you to take a vaccine and go to a pride parade. Yeah. It- <laughs> 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 run around with butterfly wings on your back and yeah. blow f- glitter out of your ass. And uh, and those wings would probably be on fire, but whatever. This, and this is also the second <sighs> Grammys in a row, because you remember Lil Nas X had his performance last year where yeah. he gave a lap dance to the devil. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're kind of leaning into it. Yeah, they're kind of they're going, they're, they're not ashamed, they're not apologetic, uh, they're, they're giving it to you. So when guys like me get on here and say, um, oh, well, why do you call me controversial? Well, the gay dude out there is pretending to be the devil. <laughs> with naked people rubbing all over him, you know, for for public consumption in primetime television on a Sunday night. Uh, so this ain't Andy Griffith, folks. Um, you know, we we done we gone from Mayberry, that's for sure. Uh, but yeah, I'm the controversial one. I, I'm the controversial one. Um, I, I, listen. I'm just saying that if that's where progressivism takes us and we're supposed to be open-minded to this kind of stuff, uh, we can sit back and laugh at it. And we we can laugh at it, by the way, because we, we see that, one, it is a it is a philosophy, a mindset, a belief system that leads to destruction. And while that is sad, um, we're not threatened by that. We can literally mock it because it's like you guys have chosen a path that's going to lead to a very bad end. And by the way, for your homework assignment, folks, I want you to go back and just pull up some uh, interviews recently with uh, old Sam Smith, which, by the way, he needs to dress like the devil and light himself on fire because that's a boring-ass name for an entertainer. Oh, uh, yeah. I Sam mean- He's Smith. all boring. He's not Elton John. He's trying to be Elton John, and he's <laughs> yeah, just he's not, not Elton. Yeah, he's not Elton Hercules John. Mm-hmm. That's back when entertainers had flair. Um, but uh, And I imagine their breath, both of them, smells the same. But <laughs> I'm just saying that if you go back and watch the interviews with Sam Smith, he is a very depressed human being. And it's sad to watch. Sad to watch. But such it is with uh, these non-controversial figures like him.
All right, folks, this time of year, everybody's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time pretty unrealistic. I've actually found that the smallest changes to your routine can make the biggest impact. In the same way, uh, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be part of a big change if it's something you use every day, like my Raycons. Now, Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low-latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycon's got you covered. Now, even if you know you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about buying them. So if you're ready to buy something small with a big impact, I want you to go to buyraycon.com slash watchchad today. Get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash watchchad. And uh, get 15% off your purchase. Buy raycon.com slash watch chad we'll be right back all right welcome back uh let's get into this uh, you know it's sarah gonzalez she did something con- controversial the other day i know you guys don't believe that but uh, she did. And she's not here to defend herself. <laughs> so let's talk about her while she's gone. Um, you know, listen, we make a living making fun of culture, things that are happening in our world today. It, it sometimes it's just too easy. And then, of course, people get a little bit pissed because why are we picking on people when we could just leave them alone? Well, there's no fun in that, quite honestly. We, we, want, we want to make sure that uh, if you do something stupid that we're here to call that out. Uh, just like you would do with us if we when we do when we do stupid things. So Sarah tweeted <laughs> uh, a video the other day, and uh, let me just let you watch it slash listen to it, and then we'll we'll see how you feel about it at the end. Play the clip. Day one of being a stay at home husband. Stay at home husband. Made us some tea and cuddled on the couch. <laughs> and then I started to pack her lunch before she went to work <laughs> with all her favorite foods. Snuck in a love note, drove her to work, came back to a mess, proof of me cleaning the mess, juice break, put away some leftovers from the night before, starting to unpack, met my wife at the train stop, had dinner together, packed her lunch, can't forget her snacks, sent her off to bed. All right. So Sarah tweeted that she had secondhand embarrassment for him. I mean... If you eat plant-based beef jerky, just erase yourself from the human population. We don't need your genes any further. (laughs) Now, Brandon, I got to say that I was watching that thing, and my first thing was like, okay, this guy loves his wife. Um, If you could see the video, if you're listening to it, let me just paint the picture. He's very soy, um, very beta. I think he would be willing to admit that. Uh, he's a stay-at-home husband. His wife is, uh, how should we say, on the hefty side of things? She's uh, closer to Lizzo. Yeah, she's pretty, pretty big girl, um, which I, I bring that up simply because he is making her a lot of snacks. There's a lot of snacks being made. You don't get that big by accident. No, no. <laughs> no, no, there's actually a habit involved <laughs> on that. But I'm here, again, okay, it's great. Before, we, before you say we're mean, listen, okay, this guy loves his wife. I'm all for that. He's a stay-at-home Husband, I, I, again, I'm going to refer back to the last two weeks of episodes where I've been talking about the roles we play in society. If that's the role you guys chose, I, look, I can't say anything about it. 
I think it um, is not necessarily a sign of societal and cultural strength to be portraying that and even bragging about it. Now, again, I'm not talking about the people who lost their job and maybe your wife got a job and she becomes the breadwinner or the earner in the house. And that's just the role you have to play. It may be for a period of time and maybe it is forever. If it is forever, then I do have a, I have some problem with that. Um, in that I'm thinking that you are a little bit lazy. I don't care how many juice cleanses you put together that day or how many dishes you wash. Um, if you're a guy and, and like you're a fully functioning human male, you know, homo, homo sapiens, and, and you're choosing to just stay at home while your wife goes to work. Societally, I believe we have a problem with that. So I go back to very, the, the very first segment of what I said a minute ago. The, 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 just the code, like the standard code of of life and society you're you're starting to violate that and again we've traded that we don't want to say anything about it because we're afraid of being mean well at the risk of being mean which you really don't give a shit about uh i'm gonna call it out because this leads to something that is not healthy and it's not good and you're right brandon i was fine with it it's like okay this dude's doing himself i like i said earlier i be me you be you um when it got to the uh, plant-based beef jerky, uh-huh. I was like, "Okay, here we go." It tells yeah. me it tells me a lot. I think I think <laughs> the situation like that is prop. I mean, you can weigh in. Is fine. Like, if your wife is making a ton of money and you're at home, like homeschooling your kids, yeah, and you just you know you've married into wealth, like, all right, maybe that's fine, right? But if you just like don't want to work because your obese wife makes enough money to <laughs> buy more plant-based jerky, then I, I guess yeah. I wouldn't put it on TikTok. And I'm just gonna say, based on looking at her, she's on that train and she's slipping, right? She, she's not just eating the plant-based jerky. She could probably walk to work; it wouldn't she- hurt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're being mean, but I'm just saying because there are people out there who jumped on Sarah's ass. Um, who who said, oh, why don't you just let them be? Let them live their life the way they want to be. Um, no. How about that? <laughs> no. <laughs> you put it out there, so we're going to make fun of it, okay? That's the deal. It's it's free game. You put it out there like chum in the water, and we're going to come, and we're going to swim around it, we're going to take some bites. Um, and I'm just saying that if you're a guy and you are going to promote the idea that you're going to stay at home and I mean, like if I'm if I'm married to a Kardashian, I'm probably not going to go out there and lay bricks. Yeah, you yeah. know, I, I'd be okay making some smoothies. But I'm also I'm not wired in such a way that I'm going to just take off and uh, uh, and make a TikTok video about how weak I am and how lazy I am and how many things I'm not going to do today uh, by catering to her. So I I just I find I find an issue with that. So. You know, again, we say to each their own. You're not hurting anybody, but I will say that that is not the pattern. If, if that was suddenly the pattern for humanity and society, then we've got a problem. Then, then we have an issue. Um, because, again, displayed signs of weakness amongst the masculine of our race is not good overall. It's just not. It, 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 that's... Uh, I don't just I just don't believe in just demonstrating the signs of weakness over and over again. You can at me all you want. I just again, we're celebrating uh, we're celebrating the weakest among us, uh, the fringiest and the cringiest. And we're, we're putting it out there. And here I am talking about it. So uh, I think that you are starting to see the cultural and societal breakdown across the board 
Uh, I have developed a term that I'm going to be using more and more in the days ahead. Uh, there may be some other things out there that describe it better, but just while I was alone with my thoughts yesterday, I came up with the term theistic barbarian. And I think that's what we have to be. I think we have to be, uh, you believe in God, but you cuss a little, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, you just, you just call it like it is. I, I think we have to get a little bit mean again. I, I, I just, I just do look, we failed we have failed to uh, discipline our children. We have failed to embrace um, traditional values, moral codes. We've thrown all of that out the window. We're actually okay with Sam Smith parading around like Satan. Uh, we, 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 were, we let ourselves get shut down. We got marginalized. Our voices have been closed off. We've been deplatformed. Uh, we can't say the things that we want to say. If you post a picture of Hunter Biden in a red scarf standing in his tidy whities you're going to get banned on Facebook for 30 days. So I'm just telling you, there was the, there was the, there was the meme of all the balloons and uh, the Chinese balloon thing, which we'll talk about later. All those balloons and Hunter Biden hanging below it. And they said, this is, this is what a Chinese balloon looks like. And it's him in his underwear. And they're getting 30-day bans. I'm just telling you, the, the powers that be at Facebook, they're going to ban you if you show that because, again, it's sexual imagery. I mean, we're not showing the video that we've shown you on this show before of him shaving his butthole. But, again, <laughs> a picture that, that's out there of him in his underwear, that's going to get you banned. So, I, I, like, look, if you're going to continue to come at us with this kind of silliness, then I think we need to be some theistic barbarians and say, listen, we have a theistic worldview. That is, we believe there's a God that's actively involved in human history, but we're going to call this shit the way we see it. Are we, are we going to mince no words? We're, we're going to. And listen, and before you guys get all twisted out of shape and be like, oh, Chad's gotten so vulgar. I really don't think that God's as offended as you are at the way letters are arranged in a four letter sequence. I, I just don't think that he's that <laughs> upset over it the way you are. And you're like, oh, but the Bible says, well, I don't think, again, you start talking about curses and all this kind of stuff. Uh, that means something completely different than if I say the word shit, okay? So I'm just calling this shit out. <laughs> I'm saying it is what it is. If you don't like that, there's more shows on The Blaze that you could go watch and entertain yourself, but I'm telling you that I am sick to death of this nonsense being paraded around as normative behavior, and it's not. It leads to the destruction of society and culture, and you can call me a narrow-minded asshole bigot, whatever you want to call me. I don't care. But at the end of the day, deep down in your thoughts, in your little inner mind, in your little soul speaking to you, you know I'm freaking right. You know I'm freaking right. Now, let's say that that Chinese balloon would have popped and four million little Chinamen had fell out there. <laughs> Can we even say Chinamen anymore? I mean, my grandfather always did. It's one of my favorite terms. I like it. Yeah. So, if four million little Chinamen had fallen out of that balloon and landed here like Red Dawn and uh, just started to take over the country, I'm just telling you that the stay-at-home husband isn't going to be the guy I'm calling for help. Like, like when I'm standing there on a rock about to get smoked by a helicopter and I'm firing my gun in the air screaming, Wolverines, it ain't going to be soy man with his fake ass meat. <laughs> it's just not who I'm going to call on. So uh, that guy is going to be standing behind other guys who are actually doing the work. So I'm just saying, I don't want us to normalize this kind of behavior. You say, well, that's mean. Well, I don't care if it's mean. I just don't care if you think it's mean. Um, I, I'm, I, this is actually, again, I allude back to the first segment. This is what's called common sense. 
and calling it out as something that could potentially be a defiance to just social constructs that actually work historically versus the ones that don't like it might be compassionate and kind-hearted for guys like me to call it garbage out that's just me so thanks sarah for being the guinea pig (laughs) and tweeting that out i have secondhand embarrassment for the guy too but again as we say to each their own you're not bothering me yet yet but if the shit hits the fan you might start bothering me that's all I'm saying. Oh, boy. I can't wait to see the reviews where podcasts are offered. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's your gift this Valentine's Day? Uh, how about take 10 or 15 years? Hey, there's a phone call coming in for me. I don't want to do that. Uh, let's start over because you know what? They deserve a better deal without my alarm going off. Uh, take 10 to 15 years off your appearance for Valentine's Day with Genucel Skin Care and uh, their most popular package right now every most popular package that's what it's called is 70 percent off and it includes the next breakthrough in skincare technology genia cells probiotic moisturizer absolutely free these super ingredients are found in yogurt and they can have the same nourishing benefits and goodness for your skin probiotic extracts target bad bacteria on the surface of your skin to restore balance to your skin's microbiome for a noticeably clearer complexion and visibly younger appearance you see those fine lines the wrinkles the dark spots the sagging jawline and even bags and puffiness visibly disappear right before your eyes thanks to genucel plus with its immediate effects you'll see results in under 12 hours guaranteed or your money back. So go to geniuscell.com slash watch Chad right now. And uh, for the first time, order every or- first time ever, every order from geniuscell.com from now until Valentine's Day includes a beauty box with two luxury gifts. Yours for free. Order now. It's the final week. Geniuscell.com slash watch Chad. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash watch Chad. Be right back. All right, welcome back to the time of the show where I must, I must take the uh, current events and wax eloquent. Whew, boy, I tell you what, man, I, I, I got to tell you, uh, and you're, you're not going to believe this, um, just in case you haven't feasted upon this tasty morsel of information chow mein of late, we, the United States of America, well, we're being spied upon. <laughs> I mean, say, say it isn't so. We're being spied upon, yet... Uh, yet you, you don't want to believe it, but we most assuredly are being spied upon. Now, when I say that, I'm sure you can probably hear that James Bond theme music going off in your head. I mean, just tuxedos and the wingtips and the scantily clad women's with a weird name. And, you know, what you typically don't think about is what we saw over the weekend, and that's balloons. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> We're under attack from the balloons. And yet uh, here we are, the latest espionage attempt from our friends over in the People's Republic of China. China took place the other day in precisely that way. They sent a balloon. Uh, you've seen it by now, laden with all sorts of no doubt fantastic spy gear, just floating at about 60,000 feet over U.S. airspace. Now, you say what you will about the average Asian penis size, and I know you talk about that over dinner as much <laughs> as I do, but these dudes definitely have some balls on them. Not only did the balloon cross into our airspace, but it did so over the state of Montana, which happens to be 
Well, it's where we store a bunch of our nukes. It's also where our missile defense system is. I mean, is that a coincidence? I, I don't think so, Mr. Bond. Now, unfortunately, this thing has happened apparently several times over the past several years, both under the Biden and Trump administrations, to be fair. National security spokespeople working under the Trump administration have claimed that they were not briefed on the previous incursions uh, by way of explaining why they didn't shoot them down, which is what President Biden had done to this one. Now, it's not often that I expend my precious remaining breaths praising Biden for his actions or the actions of his administration. I think you know that as a general rule. I think just about everything the guy does is either a senility-driven misstep or a blatant and outright intentional slap, a stab wound to the vulnerable guts of American politics and policy. But I got to admit, the stop clock was indeed right at least this one time, um, according to my way of thinking. So he, he did. He ordered the U.S. military to shoot the thing out of the sky, and as per our usual arrangement, it was our fly guys in uniform that did so. And uh, granted, there was a delay, and I know a lot of people on our side have gotten up in arms about that, but I want you to, you know, let's give the government credit for once they delayed so it wouldn't be shot down over land where people underneath could potentially get hurt. That was that was their statement. I mean, this thing, to their defense, it is the size of three Greyhound buses falling from the stratosphere, so... Reluctant kudos to the Biden administration, maybe. I don't know. I, I can't help but think that if maybe, you know, you know, maybe if Joe could pop two more of those balloons, he'd win a stuffed animal, which ironically would also have been made in China. But uh, let's talk about the spying thing for another minute, because that's where it really gets interesting. Now, clearly, the People's Republic of China has a vested interest in learning everything they can about us, including and especially the things we don't want them to know. And whether it's a Fang Fang doing the old bang bang with Eric Swalwell or Pennywise, the dancing double agent letting go of a balloon floater over the northwest, it's all bad. We have to take stuff like this seriously, even when the notion of a spy balloon itself seems kind of silly. So think about it this way. Um, if we found the Chinese spy balloon, what have they got, you know, you know, what have they got spying on us that we haven't found yet? Right. Because they, if people haven't seen this thing over the skies in Montana, they may have never reported about it. So just think about that the next time you watch TikTok, uh, you know, or order your Mushu pork or you, them Shen Yun billboards all over the country that little dancing Chinese shows everywhere. Apparently, it's omnipresent in every city at once. I think they're spies. Uh, you know, listen, we worry all the time about what Russia's up to, but they're not a global superpower anymore, and China is. And you'll note, if you've been following this at all, that the government over there is none too happy that we popped their toy either. Some of this is just the age-old spy versus spy that goes on between and among all countries of any status and self-respect. I get it. But it is important for us to remember that China is out to take the top spot in the world if and when they feel they can, you know, get their hands on it. And if China does have their version of James Bond, does he have a license to kill? <laughs> license? You see what I did there? You like that? No? Okay, I'm going to show myself out. Ah, uh, a license. To yeah, shoot the baroon out of the sky. He brew it out. <laughs> spying. Totally spying. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, and to be fair also when china had incursions during the trump administration let's remind everyone that that trump did shut down the chinese consul consulate in houston uh which was a big deal and i don't see uh old china joe doing that anytime soon 
uh, especially when Mark Milley was on the phone with China telling them when he was going to shoot the balloon down. And, and they didn't shoot the balloon. They shot the guts. They shot the mechanical parts, the parts with the spying paraphernalia down at the bottom. And who knows? Maybe it was just a weather balloon, as China says. But we're not even going to give it a chance to find out on that deal because they can they can wipe the, the hard drives or whatever they're transmitting to. If they know we know about it, well, they, they can wipe everything they got. And the thing, it might have followed the weather patterns, but it sure as hell followed. That weather pattern took it right over our most sensitive areas across the country. <laughs> uh, but don't worry, folks. It's just spying. They do it. We do it. In fact, this, uh, this great geopolitical advisor who is also a host on The View had this to say his trip. I think that was the right diplomatic call. Well, you know, listen, we spy on them, they spy on us, we find out stuff, they find out stuff, you know, and the world keeps going around. Whoopee, whoopee, whoopee. Spoken like a hot air balloon. Uh, yeah. She might try to get in the altitude. Woof. <laughs> um... Yeah, they spy, we spy, and the world just keeps going around. I do actually imagine our military saw it and was like, they recognized the design because China probably stole it from us. <laughs> so I don't doubt that we probably knew what it was. Oh, yeah, I think so. And, of course, there's all the conspiracies out there about was this an American-made deal uh, It wasn't even Chinese at all. You know, I'm on some group text messages with a lot of influencers and and a lot of there you always have the people that just love looking the wing nuts out there i call them they're they're always out there trying to they're like we know for a fact this wasn't chinese and it was like can do you have anything to come at us with that could back up that statement and they never can you know the fact that china admitted that it was theirs and you know again if it was ours if this was some big ploy and strategy on our part to distract from something going on like classified documents which i do believe we need to get back to that little quote unquote investigation um yeah i i, I don't think china would have spoken up uh, very much about that whole deal but the scary part about it is scary part is let's say that thing's carrying a in a high altitude nuclear bomb or emp or something like that you detonate that thing because they shot it down off the coast of myrtle beach which i mean everything gets shot in myrtle beach these days i'm just telling you um <laughs> careful kids on on uh, coastal carolina there but um a friend of mine actually, she, he took a video of that happening. He went, he drove over to the Target where he could see it. <laughs> now that's some South Carolina redneck right there. I can't see it from the house. I'm gonna drive over to the Target parking lot. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't try to go catch a piece like it was uh, debris from Roswell. Well, I mean, they shot it out over the water, so you know, I'm sure there were people out there with um, their jet skis just driving along. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, if, if you drop a, if you if you pop a nuclear bomb you know it's 60 75,000 feet over the east coast of america uh that's going to knock the power out uh quickly and swiftly and the power's going to be out for a couple years so i just want to ask you one big question when it comes to this do you want her stay-at-home husband helping you get the power <laughs> back on uh, I, I just don't think that's who you're going to call on. And now you understand why I was being so mean to that bastard in the last segment. But he would bring snacks. He would bring he would bring some vegan jerky. Yeah, snacks and, nobody and that wants. That to me is not snacks. Jerky. What, Brandon? I said snacks nobody wants, but they would be snacks. <laughs> well, again. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be right back.
Now, before we go any further, we're talking about the Grammys and stuff like that. I, I got to pull one good thing out of the Grammys. My friend uh, Cody Johnson won the Grammy last night for Best Country Song with uh, the song Till You Can't. And, uh, of course, that song was written by Ben Stennis and, and Matt Rogers. And so I want to say congratulations to those guys and and uh, to my buddy Trent Willman, who produced that. And uh, Ben Stennis, one of the songwriters on that song, we actually grew up together. Um, his parents are still neighbors with my parents. They're down in the woods in Georgia. And, um, and um, yeah, we, we were little boys together running through the woods down there. We... We grew up there in uh, in Augusta, Georgia, and uh, he, when he was done with high school, he threw a guitar in the in the back of his vehicle and drove to Nashville, wanted to be a songwriter, and now he's won a Grammy uh, for Song of the Year. So to Cody and to Matt and to Ben and to Trent and all the other team that was a part of that deal, uh, my buddy Howie Edelman, who's, who's a management there, I, I mean, I'm just I'm so proud to see guys that are family get on a global stage like that and do what they did. So congratulations to to the whole lot of them. Um, you know, Jake Mears playing guitar and Jody Bartula on fiddle. And I just, I could list them all off and I'll leave somebody out. I feel like I won the award here. Uh, but I, I couldn't be more proud of those guys who, Texas boys who just, um, and some Georgia boys as well. But, you know, Cody and his band, you know, <laughs> piece that thing together, playing in bars all over Texas and then all over the country. And then, boom, now they're a global sensation. And I think they're bringing country music back in a big way. So I'm proud of them. And I'm proud to call them friends. And, and so that was a good thing last night. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'll tell you, man, you know, I, this, uh, I, got, I can't get away from this theistic barbarian. And I may come up with a better term for it. I don't know. But like I just I think it's time that we get to a point where you know I forever on this show I've told you guys I'm like we got to get back to to some complex thinking some critical thinking and you know for me and this pisses people off I try to use humor to make a point and that it's not for everybody right um you know I said some things about the Chinese spy balloon about how I want to be out sunning my butthole when it flies over <laughs> and uh there were some people who got mad at me for saying that. How dare you use the word butthole? I was like, well, you got one. I got one. We, you know, let's put it to good use and fight, uh, you know, Chinese espionage. Um, but I, like, I, I'm at a point where people say, oh, you've changed. You've gotten more, you know, again, you're, you're rough in the way that you're expressing yourself in some of these things. And some of you get really mad about it. And I can't, I just can't tell you how much I don't care. Right. Because we're literally watching a civilization slip and fall and and just go to hell because we're not willing to call some things out. I think we need to call it out creatively. I think we need to call it out truthfully and let the consequences fall where they may. Um, we don't live in a nice world. This, this is not what I would consider a civil society anymore. Um, I'm fighting to get us back to that. Uh, we may be too far gone to ever get back to any sense of values ever again on something like that. And, um, you know, <laughs> this, we're being run by morons. We're being run by a senile administration. Um, cackling Kamala Harris, God bless her. <laughs> I mean, she, you know, I did a little spoof lip sync deal of her the other day when she was talking about Bob and Tom coming back to the Kennedy Space Center and, you know, waving to their families and suiting up and riding an elevator 20 stories in the air and <laughs> it's like she was reading to preschool children 
I've I've gotten to the point where I'm convinced she's speaking in a very complex code that nobody's <laughs> understanding because it just is so dumb. She's on mushrooms, dude. I'm telling you, she's high as a kite. I hope so. Uh, she's a high. She's high as a kite. Now, no, listen. I'm not excusing her level of ignorance. Um, and listen, we're going to make fun of this adequately tomorrow night. Uh, Stu is going to be hosting a, a special Stu Does America for tomorrow night's State of the Union address. Um, the uh, I, listen, Joe Biden has previously said that there's 54 states in the union. Which, you know, I don't know how a guy can tell you what the shape of the union is when he don't even know how many states are in it. So um, we're going to do that tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, 7 central. And then we're, it's, it's going to be Sarah, Alex Stein, Glenn Beck, Stu Bergier, and yours truly. We're going we're gonna to roast the State of the Union. So if you want to watch this, um, wow, I can't wait to see what, how Joe's going to be. But if you want to watch this and... Uh, Join us for our ongoing commentary through that. You can get it on Blaze TV. You can also watch it on um, Blaze TV's YouTube channel. Watch it for free. We want you to participate right there with us. It's going to be interesting. Sarah Gonzalez, she walked, uh, I saw her this morning, and she said, um, is there going to be alcohol involved in this thing? <laughs> and I said, Sarah, you and I are on the show. I'm reasonably certain there will be alcohol. Although it's <clears throat> it's you two with, uh, with, with Glenn and Alex, so it's going to be... You know what? You'll have a, you'll have the the control group that is clean and sober, <laughs> and then the fun ones. You'll be able to tell just how well we handle our liquor because <laughs> you'll be able to see two very sober gentlemen. And so I'm gonna, th- I'm I'm assuming Stu will be pretty sober too. I think he's saving his liver for the Super Bowl, probably uh, this this, Smart w- bet, this I guess. weekend when he when he goes to that. Uh, and uh, I should save mine, too, because I'm going to a party in Vegas. I'm going to the Super Bowl party at the Westgate Hotel in Vegas. Um, it, it doesn't suck to be me. It doesn't suck to be controversial. <laughs> Sometimes it gets you invited to the best parties in, uh, in Las Vegas. So, yeah, I, I should save my liver, but I, I can go on full authority right now and say that I indeed will not. So join us tomorrow night as we roast the State of the Union. And, and let's get mean together. Let's, let's get mean Let's start calling this stuff as it is, right? You just be a theistic barbarian. And, you know, or maybe we'll just be barbarians. <laughs> theistic barbarian would make a pretty good t-shirt. I think I think it would make a good t-shirt if we put, you know, a uh, theistic barbarian. Some good merch in there. A lot of people at my Kroger would want to know what that means, uh, which would give me an opportunity to explain to them that, I, I you know, I, I believe that God's in control, but m- me personally— um, when it comes to the things that are coming out of my mouth, I just don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> hang tight. We'll wrap it up. Don't go anywhere. We're not done. We'll be right back. Ah, so many things we could have gotten into, but that's the beauty of this new schedule here in the studio. I'm, I'm in studio Mondays, Tuesdays and Wednesdays now. And, uh, I, I, just, I just didn't feel like it was real fresh, right? We were taping on Mondays and Tuesdays, and I was like, oh, I just don't feel... Yeah, it is hard to predict the week yeah, that far out. Yeah, you know, we're trying to be relevant to what's going on, and there's so many things to make fun of. But, like, right now, I, I just I want to be able to give you guys, like, two, three-minute snippets where if you're having a debate with somebody over coffee or dinner or whatever, you could say, you know what? There's this redneck on Blaze TV, and he's got this three-minute clip. If you'll just listen to this, he explains it so well. I don't know who that guy is. But uh, anyway, we're going to aspire to be that person, a personal reference, if you will, for all the arguments that 
you know, are a little bit mean that you don't want to say yourself, but I'm going to say them for you. We've got that for you in the coming days. I'm going to be in Waco Friday night at the Hippodrome. Go to chadpratherlive.com, get your tickets. And then, of course, we're going to be in Justin, Texas, just north of Fort Worth at the Mule Barn. You don't want to miss out on that with the Ragamuffins uh, Saturday night. And then, of course, almost sold out. Go get tickets. Tomball, Texas, District 249. And don't forget to subscribe to blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad and save on an annual subscription. Oh, it's going to be a wild week. I can tell you already. We'll see you tomorrow night. We love you. God bless you. Bye.